Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. Welcome, my name is Kareem Kanji and this is episode 41. In today's episode, I speak with former musician and good friend Greg Tilston. Back on episode number 7, we chatted about Greg's career to date. He didn't disclose it, but he was just leaving Flight Center before joining a tech startup. Today though, Greg and I discussed the recently completed Man Machine Poem Tour. Greg has a unique perspective on Canada's favorite band, The Tragically Hip. In the mid to late 80s, Greg was in a new wave pop band called International Boundaries, a.k.a. INB. The management company they signed with also had a new band from Kingston on their roster. That's right, the Tragically Hip. This is going to be a fun conversation, guys, so I hope you enjoy. Exit to 
Guess probably eighty four ish somewhere around okay. there. Yeah. After we had a band, the Plastic Dolls. The pla- Ooh, that's a cool name. Now, hey. International Boundaries does not have their own Wikipedia page. I, I, do we? No, we do not. Yeah. We d- we did not. We do not. You do not. No. no. Plastic. What was Plastic, plastic Dolls? That sounds like a name of like the Goo Goo Dolls. Used uh, to be New called York the dolls. Plastic New York, New York dolls? dolls, which is plastic what dolls? the name was sort of came after. So ah. then, from the Plastic Dolls, yeah, when that disbanded, we formed International Boundaries or INB, probably in '84, '84, somewhere around that time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, you need to Google International Boundaries. Greg, no, you do not. Greg with no, two G's not. at the end, Tilston. Um, it, classic, just classic stuff. There are um, some there are some big hair pictures out there. <laughs> there are big, I've seen, I've big seen hair pictures. And if you're friends with him on Facebook, go check it out and just go There's through all the photos of yes. Greg. Um, so international boundaries starts. Um, fair to say, now I haven't heard any of the music, yep. but if I were just to look at you guys, uh, new wave comes to mind. Uh, or were you going the other way, like a platinum blonde? Yeah, more more the rock side of it, the more the funk rock side, if you will. I don't know funk rock at that point. That was probably later, but more the the you know simple minds, Duran Duran. I can see Duran Duran. Um, yeah, <laughs> the cult, that kind of. I can't feel. see the cult. I can't see. I would you say platinum blonde, and then you jump all over. Platinum that, right? blonde, yeah, yeah, well, right. We, the big we, hair and the we lipstick. Played a bit of that too. Yeah, the lipstick, eyeliner. There was no lipstick. Don't lie to me. There was lipstick there. <laughs> um, so now, um, the one thing you have, uh, among many other, uh, with with the hip, was you guys have the same, is it called a management company? or? Yeah, so we were, yeah. I guess it would have been, you know, this might change the 84 date, come to think of it. Might have been a little bit later. But yeah, going into probably... 87, I think it was, or 88, uh, we signed on with Jake Gold and Associates. Okay. Which was Jake Gold and Alan Gregg. I don't know if you know the pollster. One of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, was that the, him? The PC pollster. Yeah. So he was partners with uh, with uh, Jake at the time. Okay. Um, they had a management firm, uh, and we were signed to them, yes. Okay. Cool. Um, with now, some other small band. What was that? With and another small and some other small and band. some other small band that tragically hit uh, or yes something yes I, I think believe. that's what they're called. Um, I believe that's a topic. It's now or is that were, the segue? Sorry, were you did guys I the segue? <laughs> were you guys first? There's an intro that I'll do prior to this, so there'll be no segue. Be, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, who, were you guys signed so around the same the time? Intro to the That's to cool. Anyway, uh, actually, the hip were signed uh, to Jake and uh, Jake Golden Associates uh, before we were. Okay. Um, they were already on their way to ah. the album, the first EP being okay. done. And then uh, they had another band called Visa V. Okay. And I believe we were playing a show with Visa V. Yeah. At Lee's Palace, and one of Jake's associates saw us there. Okay. And said, "Hey, we need to talk." And oh, nice. We ended up signing shortly thereafter. Nice. Did you guys? Did you ever cross cross paths with the hip at, yeah. at this sort of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we so we we, we shared a practice space in okay. the in the office. Yeah, yeah. Like where they had an office out of Richmond West, I think it was. Okay. The Richmond or Adelaide West. Uh, basement in one of the older buildings, yeah. and there was a practice space there that we all used as we were preparing to go on the road and do our respective tours. Okay, um, and then you know just just at the shows, I mean they were they were really getting ready to head out and promote the EP. So yeah. we would go to a number of their shows. And what were your first thoughts? You early? Do you remember? Like, did they stri- did you, did they strike you as like, wow, look, they're they're yeah, they, really they, good. They're going to make it somehow or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I mean. Again, you see so many bands and so many great bands that don't ever make it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, you know, a challenge to judge it from that side. But but certainly, you know, I remember seeing them a few times and thinking, wow, these guys are just a great band to see live. And I think that's what, you know, certainly from what I understand, got them the attention in the first place yeah. was their live show. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, captured in that first EP. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have a chance to like tour with them, play on the same building? We never did. No, we never played live together. Yeah, uh, they were they were sent out on the road to promote the album or the yeah. EP. Yeah, and we were at that time sent out on the road to you know basically tighten up our chops. Okay, um, to come back and yeah, uh, yeah, for what was to be for us in terms of you know um, then recording and going from there. Okay, cool. Um, I, I'm curious. Is there ever you know you guys are in the same? Um, same studio with the same company. Um, any is there any sense of rivalry at all, or are you just trying to? No, we and 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 to be honest with you, we didn't spend that much time together. Like yeah. you know, straight up, I, I I don't really know the guys. I mean, we we came across each other a couple of times. They probably wouldn't know me from Adam today. But yeah, that, not not professing that in any way. Um, so no, it wasn't it wasn't that. In fact, if anything, it was more supportive. I mean, we loved. You know, I, I can't speak for them, but certainly from our band's perspective, we love going to their shows. Yeah. Um, we were out in Durham. Uh, that's where we grew up in the Whitby area. Yeah. So when they'd come out and play in Durham mm-hmm. as they were launching the, the EP, um, we were there to support them, and it was awesome. And I think that was, you know, I, I, I think if you look back at all the, the, a number of the bands back then, or if not most of the bands, whether it was like, you know, the new wave or the, the, the metal or, or whatever genre it happened to be. I mean, yeah. we were all really supportive of each other. Yeah. Um, in fact, we'd have times where we would go to our buds who played in a metal band and they'd be playing a big show and their fans would be like, what are these guys doing here? And then they would come <laughs> to ours and our fans would be like, well, what are they doing here? Yeah. You know, but we all had big hair. So I guess that was our common. That was the act. common thing. <laughs> Big hair, big haired Canadians. Exactly, that was our, you know, yeah. why we loved each other. Yeah. What are your 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 sort of early, early memories of, or wait, when did you become a? I guess you 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 know you're always a fan of music. Yep. But when did you become a fan of the hip? Um, it probably was right from the start, right from that that um, the EP with the uh, small town. Um, Last American Exit and Small Town Bringdown. I mean, it was it was just great well-written great story rock and it just 
carried on from there, honestly. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it it wasn't like it wasn't like I had every album and listened to them over and over and over again. But they but they really meant a lot to me. Like just the songs because over you guys time. okay just just and it wasn't it had nothing to do with the band per se or our affiliation okay it just to me it was their music it had, interesting it had very little to do with any connection i had to them and yeah. more to do with the music and yeah. that's, that's really interesting you know m- you know my brother and i were talking as sort of the announcement of the concert tour coming out and the announcement of uh that gord downey had, had brain cancer um you know and and there was an it, it was sort of obvious yeah we're going to try to get tickets uh, but as my brother and I were talking, you know, it was like you, we can't ever remember being huge fans. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't ever remember making sure that we went to go yep. see a show. You know, my brother, you know, he lived in England for a while and saw him in England play. Wow. Um, That's cool. But, you know, we weren't, you know, we, we weren't buying their T-shirts or um, any of that. But we knew like all of their songs. Yeah. Right? Yep. We, you know, my brother refers to it as, you know, the Highway 401, where, <laughs> you know, you don't have a, you know, every day for your, all your life, you're always on that highway. Yep. You're always going to places. You don't you don't necessarily have a an affection for the highway, but it's always there. Yep. Right? And, and really my earliest memories of the hip war, I don't know – if it was the somewhere in the mid to late 80s or early 90s. But I remember coming back from England, you know, buying on, I don't know if it was Air Canada or Ward Air, you know, buying that wow, little... Wow, Ward Air, you're aging Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buying a little uh, FM, red FM radio, yep. um, you know, that I could carry and listen to, you know, the, um, uh, the, the devil's music on FM radio. <laughs> And, and, you know, walking to and from, whether it was, you know, middle school or high school, yep. you know, and, and hearing, um, you know, uh, 38 years old, never kissed a girl um, or um, or New Orleans is sinking and just loving that stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the hip were all, you know, they were always around, you know, yep. um, never, never my favorite band, never thought twice about needing to go and see them, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying to, to me. It's, it wasn't like I, you know, I, I. It it wasn't like I owned every CD or album, and yeah. it wasn't like I listened to them every single day. Yeah. But when you look back at their body of work, mm-hmm. you know, you realize. I mean, certainly I did, and I think this is the commonality of all of us. When this tour was announced, you realize the profound impact. Um, wait, had some cleanups. I might tear up here. Um, no, uh, you you know you realize the, the profound impact that. <clears throat> they have in in all of our lives and all of our experiences i mean i remember you know being on a boat with uh some buds rob Bernay and and cory and a few others and and we were in bob cajun um sailing not sailing but uh, cruising back to his cottage and we all just looked up in the the stars and just started you know, like just it was almost like instantly we all started singing, singing at the exact song. same time yeah and it was just like, like I got goosebumps because it's like one of those. It's 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 who we are as Canadians, really. Mm. I I feel. Yeah, we'll um, t- we'll talk about that. Yeah, that they that they uh, yeah. have that kind of impact on us. Interesting. Um, as as I was asking you whether you 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 wanted to do this, um, you mentioned a couple of things. One of the things you mentioned was no parking sign. Yes. I have no clue what that means. <laughs> 
So tell tell me the story about the hip Greg and this no parking sign. So I'm actually, and I know this doesn't work well for uh, podcasting nor radio, um, but I'm, I'm actually pulling up my phone here to pull up a picture. Uh, we actually, when we you know, were, I'm going to need a copy of that photo to put on the show notes, eh? That's fine. That's All right, fine. cool. I'll, I'll get it to you. Nice. Um, so when we were. Uh, Again, around the same time, we were all practicing together in the same space, and mm-hmm. the, their album or their EP was first coming out. Uh, we actually had a a reserved or a no parking sign that we took with us to every one of our shows. And what that allowed us to do, and I don't know, ah, it wasn't legal, but okay. we would put it in front of our van or our tour uh, truck or whatever we happened to be in, yeah. and we would put it out front so it looked like there was no or reserve parking, no parking because it was reserve parking in front of the place we were playing. Yeah, and we got away with it for the longest time. We never, you know, we never got a ticket. In fact, it's funny that, you know, you asked me about this story. A bunch of my ex bandmates all were reminiscing about this on Facebook. You know, the night before the last show in Kingston. Yeah, because we were all like, "Wow, remember that story?" Anyway, sorry, you just took me back there. Yeah, uh, by asking this question, so it went missing. We had no idea where it was. Okay. We had, like, absolutely no idea. And then all of a sudden, an EP, I think it was the second single for Last American Exit. So I actually Googled today, Last American Exit 45. Now, you talk about Ward Air. Yeah. Now I'm, you know, aging myself. If you look in the right-hand side there, and again, once he posted it, you'll see there's the reserve sign (laughs) that was actually... That was your reserve. That was site. ours. That was lost, and that's in the basement of a bar in, I believe, Oshawa. Yeah. And uh, anyway, that was the the front cover for the forty five, and that's when we realized where our sign went. Nice. I don't know where they stole it from us or what. <laughs> I have no idea. No, I'm sure we left it in that basement at the time. They're they're waiting for you to ask for it back. I know. Yeah. They're probably still carrying it around. International boundaries, kids. I know. Where did they? How many go? years are we? Like. Anyway, Twenty. Too many years. Too many years. Twenty. A little more than that. Um, and. I'm, I'm assuming as you know, international boundaries is, is sort of gaining fans and 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 really driving some awareness. Um, you guys ended up. Did you guys end up on much music? Because Erica M. Apparently, you said mistook. Now, is it well, you for Gord Downey or international boundaries for the hip? Not 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 myself. Not yourself. Um, and I love Erica. And, and if she hears us, I'm gonna yes. probably be a dead man. Probably a real dead man. <laughs> Although she doesn't know the story because we've never talked about it. Okay. Um, I'll make sure to tweet her and say yeah, that no. she came up. Yeah, yeah. We might edit this out afterwards. Never. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we were uh, we were actually at, I believe it was the Rock Express Awards or the Music Express. It was a magazine that used to be around okay. Toronto, Rock Express, Music Express, Canadian Magazine, Music Magazine. And we were at the awards show, and they were, again, just, just breaking out huge. And Jeff, our lead singer, had long hair like Gord at the time. Yeah. And tall and, you know, both good-looking guys and yeah. the same height kind of thing. And I'm not sure who potentially I was in the hip, but <laughs> Erica came up to us and said, oh, I loved your show tonight. You guys were amazing. And, and we we're like, yeah, thanks. And then she went and she walked off. And, and Jeff and I looked at each other and thought, I think she thought we were the hip. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was sort of... Uh, Nice. My first brush with uh, Erica. Yeah, with greatness. Not the last, but Look, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you still keep in touch with Erica. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's a great person. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a debate, uh, or there is, or there was, uh, and there's different takes on this, but I, th- I think you and I may have discussed it the first time. 
that you were on and the question of why the hip never made it big outside Canada or more specifically why they didn't make it big in the States, a.k.a. Yeah. the biggest music market. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if I mean, I don't know who has the answer for it, but I know, you know, you ask people in the know, including it seems the hip and it. It's almost like they don't like there was never any care to make it outside of Canada. I don't know. I mean, again, I can't speak for them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is that could, post? Is that, is that after the I fact? I don't know. It could be in hindsight. You know, it could be in hindsight. But, um, you know, you look at you look at bands like and I think this is where we were going last time when we got together, mm-hmm. you know, bands like Sloan, you know, and Sloan, you know, signed with Geffen. Yeah. Around a similar time frame um, did OK, but then came back. You know, if you listen to some of their songs, it's about the experiences of going down to the U.S. Mm. and then coming back to Canada. Yeah. Um, I know that always, uh, whatever the lyric is, I know I'll always be living in Canada or whatever from Sloan. So, um, again, I'm not suggesting that's the same experience that the hip had, but um, I don't know. Could it be just that their songs were so Canadian? I I don't know. I don't know. Like, Like are all of their songs so Canadian? Like, so 100th Meridian. Yep. You know. Yep. If you just hear it, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah, um, you don't know it's about the plains of Abraham, yeah, um, you know, th- there's a there's tons. Of, I mean, there's even, you know, there's Cordelia, there is um, nautical disaster, nothing to do with Canada, yeah, you know, one has to do with Shakespeare, and the other one has to do with some shipping thing out in Europe somewhere, yeah, you know, and 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 I remember just reading an article lately where Gord was talking about the song Bob Cajun. Yeah, and he was. He said, "Don't read into it too much." So that's part of the problem. And again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, so sure. I apologize if I've got it incorrect. But he basically said it's part of the one of the challenges of being a a writer is that you write something that's meant more of a generic. And he meant that Bob Cajun could be any city, any or small any, town. any town, any small sure. town, sir. Yeah. And um, but people read so into it, yeah, that then it becomes this iconic place. Yeah. To yeah. watch the last show. I'm not Absolutely. To segue so, there. you know, if, if you read Alan Cross, yep. um, he'll talk about something about timing. You know, there was, you know, something about, you know, the timing wasn't right uh, when they did try and something about record label deals, you know, were, were, were such that it, it was, you know, they, they weren't going to make it at that particular time. You know, you talk to, you know, our, our friend, uh, Sammy, yeah. and, and he's of the opinion that, yeah, they did go to the States a few times and play a few gigs here and there, but there was never any uh, conscious effort to uh, to break, you know, into that. Yep. Um, and, and then there's, like you said, you know, after the fact, you know, them saying, well, you know, it wasn't our intention. We're, we're happy here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wonder what would, ha- what, would, what would have happened had they had today's distribution model. Well, there is today's distribution model. Yeah, no, but, but what I'm saying is... Back then, you were you were they were literally shipping packaged goods. Yeah, yeah. To the stores, mm-hmm. and to go into the U.S., you had to ship the packaged, packaged goods. goods into the store. Where today's distribution, anybody can go on iTunes and buy it yeah. if it catches up. Well, on. I think even today, um, you know, who are the top current rock bands of today? See. Right, don't yeah. say Foo Fighters because well, you know what, they're they're big for you, but you're not hearing them on commercial radio. Right? Yeah. 
So even you know who was it was it Bruce Springsteen, or who who released an album maybe within the past two years. I mean, even to take a look at David Bowie. Yeah. You know, he released an album a year or so ago, just before he died. Black Star. Or the day he died. Black Star. Like Black a Star. Days before, yeah. Um, it was hot for a week. Yeah. You yeah. know, but then the current music um, environment is is that's not the music that radio is playing. Yeah. And it's not the music, therefore, or I don't know if it's related, that the kids are buying. Or that people are buying, yeah. necessarily. Yeah, um, yeah. Not saying it's not good music. No, no, I'm no. saying it's not, you know. Yeah, uh, in terms of the the, the 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 mass radio play, I get that. I just wonder what could have been had we had the distribution, the electronic distribution at that time for a band like The Hip. Yeah. So that it didn't rely on the, all the wheels and cogs and everything moving mm-hmm. and had more to do with just, you know, people listening and going shit this is great yeah you got to listen to this and then sending their friend a copy of the file and then it goes from there yeah i mean their music when you listen to it is it's you know i listened to that and you know recently i said you know what i want to make sure i go see some acts Mm -hmm. you know and that's okay yeah you know i'd like Mm -hmm. to go see brian adams and then but then i listened to i smirked when you you smirked but i listened to the i don't know if this is the right word musicianship yeah of that, and I go, that's too simple. You know, I don't know if it's called simple. Like, cord, could be okay. Cord, cord. It could. It can be okay. Fair There's enough. There's some fantastic, like, you know. Again, I'm gonna. Anyway, went and saw the new. Uh, went and saw Blink 182 last Sunday. Yeah. I mean, that is icky, sticky, angst pop at its best. <laughs> right. Right. It's, but I'm not it's, saying it's good, but I'm, what I'm saying is that... But that's just fun pop. So yeah, to, yeah, me, yeah. to me, it doesn't have to be intricate. Whereas on Friday, we went and saw um, After Funk. And I mean, the, 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 it was almost prog rock funk. Yeah. To the point where my wife, Kel, was just like, I'm not getting this. Yeah. yeah. And it was, to me, it was still great. So, I mean, no, it I'm doesn't not saying have it's, to yeah, be. So I'm not saying good or bad, but when, but when you listen to the hip, the the... You know, uh, lyrics aside, and the lyrics are amazing. Yeah. Um, but when you listen to the music and you listen to the bass and the two, I call them really two lead guitars, you know, rhythm yep. guitars. Yep. Um, it's like this is amazing. You know, just the the music is. You listen to that, go, these guys are professionals. Yeah. The musicianship you know? was fantastic. It's, it's, it was fantastic. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to go see um, Brian Adams. Sure. You know. Because back in the day, you know, he was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he still has his hair. Doesn't look like he's aged. That's true. Anyways. <laughs> um, so I, 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 let's, let's talk about this. Now, I know, Greg, you've got a lot of um, hip stories or stories that you want to tell. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. But uh, about the hip or about stuff. About, you know, whether, you know, them in the music industry. I know you're not, you haven't been. Yeah. In the music industry for a while, for a long time. I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot right now. This is the great thing about podcasts. You sort of go live. But let me ask you about this. Yeah. There is, you know, so when you heard um, the announcement. Yes. Uh, of Gord Downey, you know, um, inoperable, I think yep. it was the word that they yep. used, brain cancer. Yep. Thoughts, you know, what, what sort of ran through your brain? Uh... 
normally, the, being the social narcissist that I can be, yeah, um, I would jump on it and make a comment. Yeah, but I not a, make a comment. That's that sounds way too flippant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, normally, I would make some comment that I felt was appropriate or some post. Uh, I couldn't. I, I I I couldn't. I couldn't. I saw a lot of friends commenting and sharing. Yeah. Um, I saw some friends who are very close to the band, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it ripped my heart out. Um, to see some of those comments and posts, I saw a lot of people who had in terms no of connection. well, just <clears throat> because it was heartfelt. It was oh, like okay. it was like as if as if know, he had already died. As if something. one of my friends, well, not as if, but one of my friends was going through this. Oh, I see what you're saying, and that it, like like that you personally, yeah, knew. it was personal, right? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, whereas 99 percent of the people that posted about it, and again, yeah. I'm not again. That's what I'm saying. Like I would normally, you know, Gene Wilder passed away yesterday yeah. you know i said you know rip gene wilder you know share a laugh with gilda for us yeah you know i i, I post that I, I have no connection to him yeah. so 99 percent of the people don't have any connection yeah. to gord but again it's part of our you know in my in my opinion part of our social not a social dna our 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 dna as a canadian mm-hmm. um so people were quite upset and taken aback by it um for me personally i just couldn't i couldn't i, I just i don't know i just i didn't have anything and it wasn't it wasn't I didn't have anything because I didn't care. I just left it. Like there was no words. Yeah, I just, yeah, there was nothing. I, yeah. I, I'm not close enough to say, hey, my best friend or my brother is going through this. Yeah. Um, conversely, I, 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 know, I know them a bit or have had those personal experiences a bit. Yeah. Where I felt like I'm just going to step back mm-hmm. because I didn't want to, I don't know, anyway. Um, and then when the album, or sorry, the concert tickets went on sale, yeah. the tour tickets, um, I think I tried, I think I pinged Ticketmaster once, didn't get through, and I just shut it down. And I just thought, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to go to this show. Why not? I don't know. I couldn't really explain it at the time. Yeah. I, I just didn't really feel like it. And, and again, a number of my, my, f- my former musician buds in my bands over the years, um, the, the day of the last show, when we were talking about the, the no parking sign or the reserve sign, a number of them were saying, "I just, you know, they 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 felt a similar way. I shouldn't say the same way, but that a they didn't want to watch it. That no, no, they they were going to watch it. They didn't want to go to any of the shows. Okay, um, so I'm talking again. This is you know when when things were on sale. Okay. Yeah, so so okay. I personally, um, you know, I think it was the the Wednesday in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jumped on and grabbed a couple of last minute seats. Yeah." Um, sat up in the 300. Well, I mean, the 300. I was in the standing up section of the 300, and I felt I, I felt I had to go. I felt I needed to go. Yeah. Why? So what changed between I don't want to go, because you don't know why you don't want to go, to uh, I need to go. I think part of it was. Part of it was hearing from my friends who personally knew the guys. Okay. Who had been to a couple of shows out west? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, but I think it was hearing from them and their experiences of going to the shows. And again, they know them way better than I do. I'm not like again. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like I would go up and give them a hug if I saw them. Was, sure. But, um, so I think it was that. I think it was also. 
I don't know. I just I, uh, I I owed it to them. I don't know if that sounds right. Mm. I, and I can I didn't owe that to them, and they don't they don't owe me anything. But just you know, I just I just felt I had to be there. Maybe yeah, that's a better way to put it. Rather yeah. than owe anything, I just felt I had to be there. And, as and in, I'm, I'm as, so glad I was. As in, this is an event I need to go. Yeah, um, an experience. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily an event sure, because it sure. wasn't like it wasn't like it was. It was an experience, mm-hmm. um, which again, if we're going to get to the the last show, but yeah, similarly, interesting. Um, so you go to the Wednesday show. Yep. Um, did you enjoy it? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was uh, cathartic. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it wasn't as emotional as I thought it was. I actually, like, and again, I'm a very emotional guy. You might some people might question that. <laughs> I, I can. My wife will attest that I will cry at a commercial. So you know, um, she can she could tweet that out after the podcast is published. Uh, she'll be like, "Are you crying? No, 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 it's hot in here. No, the Olympics, man. I was just a ball of tears. Tons. You were crying at the Olympics. Some of them. We'll talk about them. that. Yeah, after. Anyway, some of them. Uh, so anyway, so um, it, I actually I, I think I, I got I think I swelled up more before the show than okay. during. Okay, and I think it was because the show was such an emotional release. I think this is for everybody. I, I don't think I don't think this was just a singular experience. Mm-hmm. It was just an emotional release, and uh, just you know to see the way Gord was taking it on with such courage. I know that's mm-hmm. a little cliche. Uh, it was it was amazing. It was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and so, so it was. I, I'm so glad I did it again. I I wasn't gonna go. Yeah. Um. But I'm glad I did the last minute. Interesting. Um. And then you. So so I went to the show as well on mm-hmm. the Sunday. Yep. And um, your thoughts? It was a fantastic show. Uh, it was amazing. I've never heard. Um. You know, I've been to a Metallica concert. Uh. I've been to an AC/DC concert. Um. And I've been to a Jonas Brothers concert, and <laughs> Jonas Brothers concerts were loud, um, but louder never... than ACDC. No, no. Um, I've never heard a crowd as and and usually when you go to a concert, the music's loud, especially yep. headlining shows. It's yep. going to be loud yep. regardless. But I've never heard a crowd so loud um, ever yep. anywhere. Um, you know, I've I've been to a USA Canada game at the Sky Dome. Yep. Uh, I've been to uh, a Roy Halladay AJ Burnett game hmm. uh, up in the 500 section. Yep. Uh, that can get loud, and it wasn't that loud. Um, it was deafening. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the the sound. So I I know many people there. Uh, the majority of people there were were having an awesome time. Yeah. And it was a great show. And, and and I can't remember if you asked me. You know, did you cry or did you well up? Yeah. I didn't. You yeah. know, I thought I, I went there. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know whether I would well up. Um, I, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Um, I just had fun, you know, just rocking out to those, you know, high school university songs uh, that I really, really loved. Yeah. Um, and it actually caught me off guard when the show actually ended. I was expecting one more song and I go and the lights came and I go, oh, you know, and I think I said to myself, well, I, I felt like I needed to say goodbye, hmm. you know, or, or something like that. Um, but it was a great show. And, and uh, you know, my son went with me. I was going to ask you, so what, did, so what did your son think of it? That's what, that's what um, I was 
you, you know, I, I think he'll formulate some sort of opinion later. Yeah. Um, you know, we went to his, his first concert was on his eighth birthday to see Arcade Fire. Okay. Um, he's, he's now 10. Um, you know, so his second rock, rock concert. And, um, you know, he, he was more observing. You know, we, we tried playing a lot of hip songs, you know, the yeah. couple of weeks before the concert to say, hey, you know, and, and he knew, oh, there's that one, what, one lyric. Um, I can't remember the lyric right now, but there was one lyric that he would sing. Yeah, and and that and that's all he knew or yeah. that he remembered, okay. you know, from all from all their songs, um, you know. And, and again, my wife came not because she's a huge fan, but because um, and and not that she knew literally any of the music, maybe a couple of songs, um, but it was like it was an event to be at, you know, um, sort of a bucket list type of uh, event yep. to go to to say you were there, you know. Um, you know, because we, we, we were not there or even watching, you know, the 72 series, hockey series. Right. Almost the same sort of thing, you know, it's sort of a, a national. To age myself, I was alive for that. Really? Yes. Tell me, how was it? <laughs> I, was, I think I was five at the time. I was, so I I was not alive, so I'm thankful that I'm not, not that old. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, it, but, but it was, it was a great show. Yeah, because... And I don't know if we want to talk about it now or we're going to hold off. But in terms of going to the last show, well, let's or, talk or watching about that. the last yeah, yeah, yeah. show. I mean, and you went to Bob Cajun. I did. I, I did. saw your tweet and I thought, nice. He's just he's he's philosophically, he's metaphorically in Bob Cajun. He's not <laughs> in really my, in my head. Yeah, you're. He's not, no, I, but we, then I saw a picture of you coming back and I go, oh shit, he was in Bob Cajun. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, That's so romantic. Kel, Kel and myself, and uh, my Kelly Kelly being my wife, aka Kel. And uh, three of our kids went up. Oh. Um, so my stepdaughter, my stepson, and my son. And th- that's why I was interested to know what your son, now my son is considerably older than your son, being 21. Yeah. Got to know that. And is he, he was in a band? He was in a f- couple of bands, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah over the years. And uh, he, um, it, it was really interesting, if, well, not just for him, but for all the kids to see it. But, you know, my son... My, a couple of comments my son made was he felt like he was there. Now, and what they did in Bob Cajun was they shut down the main street. I think it's called Bolton. Yeah. And they put CBC and Bob Cajun put a big screen at one end oh. and then two big screens, one halfway and one the rest of the way up. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it was they say there was between fifteen and 20,000 people, which I wouldn't be surprised because it was absolutely wow. packed. So my son's comment to me was he felt that uh, he felt like he was there. Actually there he in was, Kingston. Yeah. And and then as the encores were going on, yeah. and again, he, well, he didn't grow up as a hip fan. Yeah. He didn't grow up in a house where we listened to hip every day, sure. as I mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah. It wasn't like we listened to it every day. He kept thinking, well, it, it, they certainly can't play another song, I know. And then bam. Yeah. And then another. And, and he's like, that's when he realized how much he as a 21-year-old, again, I have goosebumps coming in right now. Yeah. You know, he as a 21-year-old, how much he knew of this band and how much, you know, Sure. Not it, subconsciously, this band was already so much a part of his life. Yeah, yeah. That he knew so many songs. Yeah. And he was blown away. He he, he honestly went there figuring, and I, I can't remember. He can correct me on this one, but I think he said he thought he'd knew know like two or three or maybe four songs. Wow. And it was just song after song after song after song. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I had this conversation with my brother, and I go, "How do I know all of these songs? You know, be, because I can't." There was only two rock stations that I would ever listen to 
at that time. Yeah. And that would be Q107 and 102.1. Yep. Um, and 102.1, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm more of a classic rock oh, I see what kind of yeah, guy, yeah, right? Exactly. So yeah. Q107 didn't play classic rock. They were sort yeah. of, yeah. I don't know, new rock sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Despite even, our age difference, that's yes. the station I would listen to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and so Q107, it was, I, I can't remember yeah. if Q107 was a huge, tragically hip I, station. I, I have to believe that it was regularly, and again, I, I don't listen yeah. to Q, but I would have to believe that it was regularly in the rotation. Yeah. And, um, but all Edge, of those songs. Edge, Edge would have been, yeah, I think I think yeah. they would have mixed all that in over time. Yep. I, I, Interesting. Again, just part of, and, and to go out to a bar or, a, you know, you're at a restaurant or you're wherever, you know what I mean, for a night. Um, I, I think it's just. What restaurants are you going to? They're playing the trash. <laughs> Maybe <game>. not restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's not good. But just, no, I think, I think you know, nights out, um, friends' cottages, you yeah. know, I, I, I think of, and one of my memories, and it kills me, it killed me every, both times when I heard uh, Wheat Kings. I mean, you know, there was... Uh, that was my a, favorite I, song. I, well, like, and, at that time when I you yeah. heard it on the album, I go, shit, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, you know, for me... Um, I remember, you know, we have a, g- a group of our friends that all go camping at any given time. There's, you know, yeah. 20 to 30 of us yeah. with a bunch of kids running around. And I remember, you know, there's usually whoever's holding Ford at the end of the night, i.e. they're up at 3 a.m. Yeah. Whether we're, you know, listening to Public Enemy on, oh my. on a, a blasting on the, the yeah. radio. That's usually, you know, myself and a couple of my buds. Or there's one night... Um, a couple of buds being two of their wives. Yeah. Um, Lizzie grabbed an acoustic guitar, and Claire and myself and the three of us started singing Wheat Kings at like three yeah. in the morning, up in Kilbear, which is north of Perry Sound. Yeah. And it's just like you know, again, it just you know, it's 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 those it's those moments that you don't think of at the time, mm-hmm. but they make you realize that this band was so part of our DNA. Yeah. I want to get to that, but I want to go back. Yeah. I forgot to ask you. Uh, about you know the comments and the thoughts that some of your friends who um, who know the band were talking about. You know yeah. what was it that they were talking about? What stories were they telling you about their shows out west? Um, just how 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 incredible the shows were. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how. I'm, I'm picking my words here. Yeah. Um, how incredible the shows were, how uh, how much, you know, it, it meant to the band, or it seemed to mean to the band. Okay. Um, it, it meant to the fans, but then in turn it meant back to the band in terms of, you know, um, the reaction yeah. from from the, the fans. Um, yeah, just, just, just how incredible this experience was. Hmm. Again, not an event, but an experience was. Yeah. As they were heading across Canada mm-hmm. um, for the shows, I, I was too far away to see it live, uh, but during the broadcast, mm-hmm. um, and I know cause, you know I've, I've been to um, Fleetwood Mac concert once, um, and, and where we were sitting, I could see they had teleprompters. Yep. Um, and Gord Downey had a teleprompter. Yep. Um, Apparently, and you could see him read 
Yeah. I don't know if you you thought you saw that or if you had any thoughts. On I, that. I didn't see it, but yeah. But my wife noticed that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a lot, and and some of his whether we were live or even in Bob Cajun, she was the one that had. Yeah, noticed I noticed it. it. Yep. Um. And and so when I saw that, two things go through my mind, or really one thing, and it was. Shit, man, this cancer is real. It's it's not you know because sometimes I, I I don't know if, whether you experience, but I feel like maybe I'm I get desensitized to a lot of these things. Yeah. You know, and the first time I ever became desensitized to something was, you know, years, many years ago in university, um, during one summer going to Pakistan and seeing soldiers in the streets with, with rifles yep. and not blinking. They say, yeah, that seems normal to me. Hmm. Um, and so I don't know if it, be, you know, yeah, someone has cancer, um, whether that I became desensitized to that uh, until I saw him having to read you know, the words to songs that he's written and that you and I have heard hundreds of times on the radio um, and on camping trips yeah. uh, and such. Um, and it sort of hit me, go, this is actually, you know, this is really impacting hmm. him to, to the point where he needs to remember what the words are. Yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, in hindsight, I saw it, but yeah. but at the time I didn't catch it. Mm. Um, Kelly thought it was more the new music, but I don't know. I mean, I can't like, I I, I, I couldn't even speculate on that because yeah. I I personally didn't catch it. It was interesting. It was it, it, when I watched. Yeah. The, sorry, I was gonna say. What was interesting though is when I watched the show in hindsight after yeah. talking to yourself. Yeah. Like at like. We saw the show in Bob Cajun. Yeah. We recorded at home. Okay. I watched a couple of songs, probably caught about six songs, and I'm going through it slowly. Like, yeah. you know, I just I only want to take it in a couple of songs at a time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have noticed it now. Yeah. Um, but at the time I Yeah, and, yeah. and I think I think because you were in an environment that, that was a live environment. Yeah. You know, I was sitting in the living room, yeah. you know, two other people watching the show. Yeah. My son in the back playing with, you know, bricks, you know, not not knowing that you know, 20 years from now, you know, there'll be a trivia question and he can say <laughs> he was there. But, uh, um, you know, noticing it um, and, and wondering, because I'd never been to a hip show before, wondering whether the way he was singing at that show is the way he always sings live. Um, you know, in terms of yelling and not, I don't know if, if being in tune is the, is the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Like, did you notice that? Or have you been to enough of these shows that yeah, this is the way he is? He's he's very he's very uh, um, animated. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very, you know, if you you listen to, um, what was the song that did the whale tank, where he went off on the ramble? Oh, Not that's the ramble, a, but the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, New Orleans a sinking. New Orleans yeah, sinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I thought it was, and I just I couldn't remember correctly or wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, uh, yeah. So you know, if you look at. I was just looking, just looking around, trying to capture my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it was interesting from the perspective of um, he's 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 always been very uh, an odd character on stage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but no, like, like really interesting. That was a thing eccentric, that yeah. odd, quirky. Been, yeah, their live show has always been a signature of theirs. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah exactly. Um, and I think uh, certainly, you know. I have to believe, I mean, age, I mean, if I, you know, 
how many years later, if I got up on stage and tried to do vocals, I'm sure I'd be a, a little rough myself. Sure. Um, so age doesn't help, and he's a couple of years older than me. Yeah. Um, or doesn't not doesn't help, but time catches up to us. Uh, I, I, I've no doubt he's having, you know. Um, I have no doubt what he's going through is probably taking a toll on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did hear from other people as well that they felt his voice wasn't that strong. I had a bud whose wife said, oh, I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't listen to that. And, not, and again, just, just. Yeah, if that was the first time you yeah, heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and my bud went the next day and downloaded all the albums on iTunes and made her listen to them and say, you know, yeah. this is, this is, this is what it was. But again, like, age and what he's going through I, you know yeah to me though it i'm blown me. away that he was able to do what he was able to do over the last few months absolutely you know not not to take anything away but it was like it hit me that shit he's going through something yeah yeah you know um but it was interesting my my um my sister-in-law who has seen them a, a few times um did comment that you know he is he is very animated that the songs are never sort of as melodic as you would hear no. on the radio yeah yep. you know um, so that was interesting to know. Yeah. Um, and, and to find out, um, yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, the, the, again, going back to that New Orleans, a sinking whale tank. I mean, yeah. you know, the, part of the magic of them live was the songs became other things on stage or yeah. morphed or, which was you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, that there was there wasn't even a he maybe said two sentences outside of the songs you know on 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 the sunday oh really you know it was like there was you know yeah. you know he didn't say hey you know here's uh the drummer's name the guitarist name you know we're so and so we're from key none of that there was none mm. of um hey toronto thanks for being here it was like you know we'll see you down the road you know mm. or um yeah yeah it, there there was no bantering there was none of that signature stuff that you... Uh, there was no introduction to any of the songs. He didn't have the Prime Minister there to call him out on saving... Yeah, or calling out the Prime that, Minister. Yeah, calling out. out the Prime Minister out on everything he's going to do to help... Natives. The Aboriginals, Aboriginals in yeah, Canada. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> oh, did Trudeau looked a little uh, uncomfortable? He says, Everybody's I, like, "Hey, oh, I got it." He's like, "Thank you, thank you." I am not uh, good on him. You know what I mean? Like, like here's here's a guy who spent his entire career and and life up to this point mm -hmm. um, writing about, you know, ah. about Canada, about this white guy with you know who's made money and lived yeah. a, lived a, a, a decent life in Toronto. Sure. Um, you know, and 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 one of the last things he does on stage, mm -hmm. assuming this is the last tour, um, is he calls out the prime minister, yeah. gives him props, and then sort yeah. of backhanded comes around the other way and says, "Oh, and you're going to fix all these problems." Yeah, like he didn't have to do that. I mean, I I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. so did I. I loved to it. draw attention. To yeah, that. yeah, I loved it. Um, I didn't. The one thing that was missing from the broadcast. Um, was commercials? yeah, well, like why was no, why wasn't there a lot of bats? <laughs> was um, the raw, the raw, the rawness, right? Everything was everything was mic'd in, everything was wired in, and that's what we experienced. We didn't experience the sound. Now you, being huh. a Bob Cajun, experienced the, 
a live version. Yeah, I mean the crowd was because you were in a crowd of fifteen to twenty thousand people. Yeah. You know, you were arguably in a crowd as big, if not bigger, yep. than the crowd in 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 the, in the K Rock Arena, listening. Right? There was maybe, oh yeah, actually come to think of it, yeah. Right? If we were if we were fifteen to twenty, I think they're eight. They somewhere were around eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah somewhere around. You know, yeah. um, I hadn't thought about it that way. So so you experienced it much different than people in the living room yeah. experienced. Like I was sitting back watching it, you know, a comment here or there. Um, you know, my brother was funny. He was standing up right at the beginning. Yeah. You know, and and you know him and my sister in law had had some um, some sweaty eyeballs. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for me, it was you know there was none of that. Maybe maybe when he does pass away, you know. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask you this. Okay, can I ask you one thing before you go there? Yeah. In terms of the raw, what I thought was amazing from the live show that I saw a bit of in Bob Cajun, but again, it was on a big screen. Yeah. But yeah. then when I watched it since, is the raw emotion of the band before they went on stage, before they hit the stage. When they were in the back room, I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Go, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. So just, just the uh, there's a number of things to it. The, the raw emotion, um, you know, the fact that they're all men, and I don't know if Gord drives this or not, but men kissing on the lips before they so went on stage. That's normal for them in other places in the world. Oh, I'm sure. No, no, I'm sure yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, no, no. I mean, again, we all. But I'm thinking our North American. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Our North American view of it yeah. is not what what we saw. Fair I thought enough. it was amazing. Again, like like that's that's you know, men opening up. I mean, yeah. he walked up to I, I assume the security guard or the the, the 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 bigger guy that was holding the, yeah, yeah, the thing yeah. open for them. Yeah. And he gave him a kiss on the lips. He's like, all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you're here. Yeah, and so I mean, I thought that was really cool. Again, to me, that that you know, maybe we didn't see, and again, I've I've only seen like five or six songs of the show on, yeah. on my PVR, so I can't speak to it. But I thought that raw emotion beforehand yeah. was was amazing. I love that. I just it was an interesting insight. But the cynic in me can't help to wonder whether or not that was at some point staged. Because I didn't know where they were at the beginning. You don't know that they're right at the stage, right at the foot of the stage at the yeah. back. Uh, when I saw that, you know, I'm thinking they're in their dressing room. They've stood up and they're just about to walk out, you know. But yeah. they they, emb- they all embrace and the curtain's right there and they go and they walk through it. So the cynic in me. So so when I first saw it, I go, You're oh, that's hard. it. You're that's hard. N- Greg, we live in this time what, what where, life did you... Where, you, where you don't know what is real or what is not real. But when I first saw it, I, I felt the same. Did you watch Big you Brother did. this week? I don't. I've never seen that show ever. <laughs> but when when I saw it, I go, "Shit, man, this is going to be emotional." Yeah. But then, I, you know, as soon as they walk through, I go, "Oh, they were just there," like it. And it just said, "Okay," and and like I I, I haven't yeah. thought about it since. But you bring it up, go, yeah, I don't I don't know if that was real or not. Was that for the camera? I believe it's real. I mean, that was being there? being. I mean, I I can't I can't speak for them. Yeah. But. Thinking of what we used to do before we would head straight on the stage at Lee's Palace. Lee's Palace had the change room at the side on the left-hand side, and then the yeah, stairs yeah. that would go right up to the stage. Yeah. I mean, we would. Fair enough. We would. We would. We would pump each other. I mean, that's you know, like you had that lipstick, Greg. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eyeliner. Eyeliner. 
Sorry, go ahead. No. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just, just that, like, like you know, you would, you would, you do things. You have your yeah. band stuff that you do before you hit the stage. You're right. That are your rituals. Yeah. Whether it's breathing practices or, you know, vocal exercises or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um. Or raw, raw, raw. Or. I think. Or just embracing each other. Embracing, and that's cool. Um. You do that in sports, it's interesting. too. I never, you do that in sports, too. I never heard anyone... I haven't heard anyone comment on that. Like, yeah. I, or maybe yeah. they have, but I haven't read anything yeah. about that, about that happening, which is very interesting. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And I haven't, I haven't read a clickbait article on why he was wearing Jaws. He wore Jaws every show, I think. Every show he wore well, Jaws. Well, I mean, I mean, certainly the show I saw. Yeah. The show you saw. No, he did. Always Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering whether it had to do with this weird thing... That I've I've heard that sharks don't get cancer. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. And no one's written about it. No one's asked them. Very know. interesting. Um, one third of Canadians watched the show. Up to. Yep. One third of 11. Canadians 7. watched the show, um, and everyone was talking about how it was a, you know, it like you have said, it's a Canadian experience, um, but no one's talked about that. Uh, Two thirds of Canadians didn't watch the show. Or didn't give a hoot. Or what is this tragically hip that my parents are listening to or that hmm. these other people are listening to? Um, so my contrarian in me is like... The cynic. The cynic in me um, who uh, has yet to go to a hockey game that he's enjoyed um, w- would like to think that... I So I experienced it. I took time out to go to a concert, shelled up money to buy, you know, the T-shirts and the posters and stuff like that, and took time out to sit down and watch the the Sunday Sunday show, the last show, no Saturday show. Um, but oh, I also yes. believe that it wasn't a, and although the CBC showed it, um, that it wasn't a defining, or. A, yeah, a defining Canadian moment, or I disagree. Maybe that's maybe that's the incorrect way of saying it, but it wasn't a shared Canadian experience. Yeah. Next to the last game of the Olympics in Vancouver, yeah, this was the most watched event in Canadian television. I don't know, okay, how much more it has to be. I mean, again, like. Did, but but did, is 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 the my final parents know game, about it? Did my parents final... watch it? No, my parents didn't watch it. But they they know about it because you couldn't, if you consume any media, yep. you couldn't help but see it somewhere. Um, number one, but number two, just because, like hockey is 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 hockey. Well, I don't even have this, want to have this discussion on this episode, but just because it was the second most watched thing on TV, yeah. or and it could be argued, was it? We all we only know that one third of Canadians consumed it. We don't know where that was. Do you think the number was one third of Canadians? Do I think the number? Was, I'll take that as I think as it was low. Value. I think it was low. Oh, as a number? Yeah, I think um, it was low. I, I really it, do. I th- I think I think they've pumped up the numbers. I don't um, I because it, because it was available worldwide. So you those you, are those are Canadians. You those weren't. Can... I, from what I understand, again we we can Fair look back at the numbers. I believe those let's were believe Canadian it's one, numbers. Let's believe it's one third Canadians. And I believe that was low because. Oh, I believe that was high. All right. Because they'll say this is a total number. They won't say 
the most at any one time, right? They, that, oh, that, no, no, I get that. That number didn't get yeah, pumped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, which, It's the which amount of people that tuned at a given time. Yeah, yeah. For whatever length of time. And no, you I think it's that. lower because it showed in bars and how many people are in the yeah, bars. You're yeah, yeah. The enough. amount of bars, the amount of places, the amount of friends that had friends over. So how were they, How what was the average house? If the average household is one, two point whatever have people, I don't even know what the number is. Yeah. I'm not in that let's, space. Let's, let's, but if it's that, yeah. and there were that many houses that were having it playing in their house, yeah. that was redundant. You know, I really wonder how many of those people, because I know so many people that went to friends' houses. Yeah. So was that maybe even a 2x factor on the homes? And then how are they measuring the fifteen to 20,000 of Bob Cajun and all the Bob Cajuns? Across Canada, I don't know if you went to CBC and saw all the places you could well, go they and took watch it, it. They took it. it they crazy. took it into account everyone worldwide that watched it as well. But none of that eleven point seven. I don't. We don't know. Think I you don't. Know. You don't know. I don't know. Like, why would you, as a broadcaster, just say, there's, "Oh, this is only Canadians"? There's, there's a new site. It's a G O O G L. I haven't heard. Is that new? E. I have no idea. Anyway, we'll look it up afterwards. Fair enough. You know. Regardless, yeah. whether it was one third or whether did it, we just have our first fight? <laughs> right, this is August third, first spat. Um, I don't think it was a Canadian thing. I, I think I, I, I mean, I'm Canadian. I enjoyed it, but I don't think that. Okay, here's here's sort of the barometer. Um, there's 40 people that work in my office. Yep. No one, no one was talking about it. On Monday, Tuesday, you know, yeah, no one was talking about it. Um. Yeah, like was anyone talking about it at work? Yeah, really? Yeah, interesting. Um, and I work with a bunch of colored many, people. Many. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. They, wow, because I know you do. <laughs> um, uh, no, a bunch of twenty somethings, or a few twenty somethings. Yeah, yeah, more than a few. And uh, no, they were all talking about it. Um, again, my my kids' age, right? Yeah. Slightly older, but basically yeah. my kids' age. They were all talking about it. Um, so then what – so then maybe this isn't the topic right now, but then what defines a Canadian moment? That's interesting. I, I Henderson don't, 72? No. I, I don't think any of – well, I, I shouldn't say no because I wasn't there. I don't know what defines it. I think the um, – and audacity is a strong word, but that's the only one that comes into my mind. But I think the the audacity for – the Canadian media to define this as, as, as what it, as a Canadian, it was a Canadian thing, but was it the, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it was this. Here's the thing. If somebody didn't watch it, if somebody didn't care, um, that's just as, you know, their Canadian experience might be Drake, right? Their Canadian, their Canadian experience uh, might not be ice hockey, right? Their yeah. can, their Canadian experience might not be these things that we hold as Canadian identity. You know, we we feel we we are proud. Uh, you know, and, and when I say we, yeah. the media you know perpetuates this argument that we as Canadians are proud to call the tragically hip our own. I am not proud that 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 the states. Um, and when I mean the states, I mean a huge population in the states um, did not or has not yet had the opportunity or the chance to consume the hip like like we have had that opportunity 
Now, whether that's as a result of CanCon or not, that's that's to be debated as well. Um, but I, I'm, you know, I would argue that rather than saying, yeah, we have it all to ourselves, like it's you know a Muskoka beer or or, or you know a local brewery that that is, that is cool and hip, you know. No pun um, intended. No pun intended. Um, you know, th that's what I would say. I would say, yeah, cool. You know, they're from here. They are quote unquote ours. Um, but is in excess in Australia banned? Is in excess in Australia a band? In, is in excess an Australian band? Like, do you think of them as? Yeah, Australian yeah, yeah, band? I do. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Well, why? But then, so why don't you? Why wouldn't you then think mm. of the hip as a Canadian band? A Canadian band that never made it anywhere else. Yeah, but. but not saying they're not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. But saying that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, every band, you know, I, I would think of the Beatles as an English band. Yeah. Right? I, I would think, you know, it's I, I wouldn't define them as an English band. I wouldn't define In Excess as an Australian band. But you ask me, are they an Australian band? And go, yeah, because they're from Australia. Are the hip but are you Canadian? Wouldn't, you wouldn't. Uh, okay. The hip are Canadian band, not just because they're from Canada, but because Canadians, I'm not saying they didn't sell any records anywhere else in the world. Right. Uh, but this is where not only they made their beginning, but they made their whole life was not. I'm not talking about the lyrics, but it, they made it here. Right. They didn't, and it, and maybe you're right, and maybe it didn't matter to them. To so make you it look at somebody else. like um, somebody that I used to know. That's a rap song. No, <laughs> no, Kimbra and uh, who? Kim Mitchell? No, <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna I don't know what you're out. trying to say. <laughs> Australian guy, somebody that I used to know. No. Hi. <laughs> anyway, big okay. hit here. Yeah. Massive hit. Okay. Guy with the paint and the chalk and the with the the woman and the man singing and. You really have to edit this. Out All right, no this worries. Is, this is horrible. But go on, go on. Goche. The point. Who? Goche. Okay. Somebody oh, yeah, that yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like we know him from that one song. Yeah. I mean, he's big in Australia. Fine. He was like really big in Australia. Yeah. Yet he only had one hit over here. -ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not. Yeah, yeah. Does that make him any less of a success in Australia? No, and, and I think we got on this topic in a, in a weird way. I, th I think it was. <laughs> I think you went there. I think it was the tragically hip, and, and, and was their uh, final concert in Kingston a Canadian quintessential Canadian moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I think that. I think time will tell. I think that's what sure. you can, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. I don't. It's like, too early, maybe. I, I I think it is. Yeah. I think. Uh, have you seen the cartoon? Which is. Uh, the four pictures only Canadians will know, and one is I did. Henderson, one is the Friendly Giant, one is Terry yeah. Fox, and one yeah. is Gord. Yeah. That Gord thing, no one will know in 20 years. Guaranteed. I don't know. No don't one know. will know that. I don't know. I don't no know. No one will know that. Unless know. there's a, a Gord Downey run uh, that goes national, um, no one's going to know that picture. The only people that are going to know that picture are going to be the people that actually saw that. One third of all Canadians. One third of Canadians are not going to be able to. Like, no, but... But I'm wondering if I showed that if, if I showed that to my son, yeah, who, so he would no, he would not know the Paul Henderson, 
Um, he would not know Gord Downey. He would know Terry Fox. Got it. And what was the fourth one? Was there a fourth Friendly one? Giant. He would not know the Friendly Giant. No. He would know Terry Fox. Guaranteed he would know that. Yep. Not that I've ever asked so, him, but he would know, definitely he would know that. And the reason he would know that is because at schools across the nation, yeah. there's a Terry Fox day. Yeah. There's a Terry Fox run. Right. Uh, and, um, and he knows that Terry Fox... Um, he doesn't. I don't know if he knows um, that he stopped in in, in Thunder Bay, uh, but that he that he was running across the country on one leg. Yep. You know, um, he will know that. You know, people won't know in twenty years that that's the friendly giant. No, and it's generational. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. Be inter- you know what would be interesting to see is if I put that in front of my kids at 20. Just right now. Because, again, I, I yeah. give you, it's generational. They won't know it's... the Friendly Giant unless they grew up with it at least once or twice. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, don't, I honestly don't know. But, um, I mean, is it a def- – I don't know. I, 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 I think it's going to be a where were you when moment. Yeah. You're for right. probably my, might be totally my kids yeah. up to my aunt and uncle who are yeah. in their, whatever they are. I don't want to say it they're, I'm they're, get it wrong. There I'm are in their will. So I'd be out many, if I get it wrong. So I'm a second, I don't know. So I wasn't born here, but I consider myself a first generation. Yeah, I came as a baby. Yeah. Um, my parents and, and sort of their generation and the immigrants at that generation. Yep. Um this didn't matter to them. It wasn't a big deal. Of course they heard about it. Yeah. I mean, I wore a t-shirt maybe the next day or two days. No, the day of the Kingston concert. I wore I wore the tragic because I knew I was going to watch the show. I said, oh, I'll wear the t-shirt today. Um, and there were a couple of people at, an, at a family gathering I went to before uh, the show that read a tragic. Oh, are you watching the show? But they have no, they don't even know a song. Guaranteed they don't know a song. Um... And, and yeah. none, none of on, on my family, and I can say this because you know we. So our family came from East Africa. There's nobody who is a uh, before a first generation. So no one who immigrated here as an adult, um, who was in their 20s, 30s when they came to Canada back in the 70s. They may have heard of the hip. They may have known that there was a show, uh, but they don't have an experience. They don't. They don't have a story to tell. But you, I think you can say that. But again, going back to the hockey analogy. But your parents do. Your your un- aunts and uncles my aunt and uncle, do. Yeah. My parents didn't watch it, but they knew all about it. They saw yeah. the clips afterwards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're one of the non eleven point <laughs> seven million. My parents. They're not considered Canadian. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, but again, like like like. I don't know. Then then I question what yeah. is a what is a Canadian experience. I will always talk about this event. Yeah. Right. I will always remember when. Yeah. My brother and I will always share that we went to this concert, uh, although we sat at different sides of the of the stadium. You know, we'll always share. You know, that Saturday night. Because he night. thought it was a Canadian experience, and you didn't. Well, listen, he's gone to the Kanye West concert, so his my he's dropped, and I've told him this. <laughs> his respect was up here. He's, he's dropped. So, uh, so there's you know taste in music, <laughs> but um, but no. Uh, it, it, you know, you know, one of the things that I, I wanted to do 
was was to see whether or not you know was to have this debate you know with you um not because i don't think they were a great band or are a great band not because i don't think that was an awesome uh one third of canadians watch not that i want to diminish that but i'm just curious on how those two-thirds of canadians who didn't consume the show how they feel about being left out of this of this canadian narrative you know is it is it damn i should have watched it or was or was or or is is their conversation going to be it didn't mean anything to me i'm curious about that i i i wonder less if it didn't you know? mean anything to them and more and again time will tell this yeah. did it did it did they realize do they realize the impact of it sure i don't know What's your favorite hip song? And yes, you can only pick one. <laughs> one hip song. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah, your favorite. And for whatever reason. Ahead by a century. Yeah. Probably. Why? Just, I mean, it's more the melody. I'm, 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 I'm a horrible guy when it comes to lyrics. So as, as, as poetic oh, you, as so, Gord is, yeah, I like you I, know my, the words to that song. <laughs> my no, no, I just no. Just my 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 wife and kids will bust me all the time when they're like, you know, what? that's not the lyrics, right? I'm like, I really don't care. Like I just because <laughs> I'm a I mean, I'm a melody guy. <laughs> I'm a melody guy. So you know, and and melody is all the separate like any instrument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not just the vocal melody. It's the way the whole thing comes together. Yeah, is what's in my head. Um, I, <laughs> I remember back when, back in the day when we were playing and we did a cover of uh, the Cults. She sells Sanctuary. Yeah, and and I would sing, and so in hell you'll find your sanctuary. And I remember one time Jeff looked at me and said, "What? What are you singing?" And I said, "Oh, you're singing this live." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "And so in hell you'll find your sanctuary." It's like, "And so in her you'll find your sanctuary." I'm like, "Oh." Uh, so that's just it. And I, I think we actually that's talked why, about this last time we were together. That's right, why right. there's no uh, Wikipedia page <laughs> for INB because I could never, I could never get the lyrics right. Uh, no, but so I just think it's just such a singable song. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just and and again, I could be swayed. I mean, if you'd asked me before this last tour, yeah, I I might not have said that, but because they closed with that. Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I believe they closed with that yeah. on both shows that I saw. Yeah. Um, Grace too, went the one I went to. Oh yeah. 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 And so I'm expecting. Okay, another one. What? They're leaving. Hmm. What I thought was interesting was they did, I think for most of the shows they did the the first set. Yeah. The second set, and then they did an encore of three and an encore of two. Yeah, and for the live, the last show they, they did, did like three encore of three, encore of three, encore of three. Yeah, it was really interesting to see, in hindsight. Yeah, the set list yeah. had the three encores in it when they hit the stage. Oh, because they knew they were coming out. I know, but anyway. And so the 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 bass guitar. What's the bass guitarist's name? Do you know? He's not a gourd, is he? No. Um, he sets the set list. Oh yeah, he's always set the set list for the yeah, concerts. Yeah, did not know that. Yeah, little little uh, little tidbit fact. I did not know um, that. There, but um, thanks for this, man. Yeah, no. Well, did, did I miss anything? Is there anything that you wanted to? Um, 
I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, we, All right. You know, again, I, to me, to me, it was, to me, it was an amazing. This this last couple of weeks was an amazing experience to celebrate. In in my opinion, a band that is be that is that is has become part of the DNA without us even realizing yeah. they become part of our DNA. There you go. That's to your great, point, right, what yes. you're saying to your brother, I yeah. don't even know how I know all these songs. Like, how do yeah. I know this? Yeah. It's because they've just become, and that to me is yeah. why they are That's a good quintessential way. Canadian band. It's not like, it's not like, I don't even want to talk about another band. It's, it's not like every other band you're thinking like every song you're like, wow, I remember when I heard this here and I remember being in a boat there and singing this song and I remember this. Yeah. But the hip, so many people have that and I think that's why we shared that, that, you know, it wasn't a singular experience but for lack of a better word, a singular experience on Saturday yeah. when we all, as with 11.7 million people got together. Yeah to in our own way watch it but it was we were all together in a common common not purpose a common yeah. a common experience, experience a common yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. yeah for sure yeah. I, I want to ask you this um is there is there a, a a song with a memory you know you you talked about you know listening to a song and you just happen to be yeah. on a boat somewhere is is there a song in a memory that that comes to mind like you heard a song and it, it happened or you heard it in a certain area uh, that you remember fondly or, or, or not? Well, it's the one I mentioned earlier, which is is singing Wheat Kings at 3 a.m. Uh, with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, that, to me, and a lot of, I got goosebumps again. Yeah. Um, that, that's that awesome. to me, is the moment, yeah. like that singular hip experience. Yeah. And when Lizzie, who who lives out in Whitby, and Claire, who's down in California, when, when we all mentioned it on Facebook or really? we bring it up, that's awesome. it's like we the three of us are like, yes. And it was, again, it, it was... It was it was also because it was just the three of us experiencing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as, as amazing as it was, there was only three of us that lived that. And then again, oh, wow. it was around the hip. So, I don't know. That was so cool. For me, it was walking home from school, first listening to them. Yeah. You know, walking over the hill across uh, across the field, uh, going home. Um, and, and then listening to... Um, I can't... Re- I believe... It was either uh, fully, completely, or day for night. Um, being dumped, and one of those one of those albums was out at the time, mm. um, and that album was. There, there were I would find lyrics in there, you know that was yeah she's a this you know being angry but but having the having those songs console me, yeah. um, you know so that, that so you're a lyric man. Um. Only if I take the time, right? Only okay. if I take the time to go into it. Because for always, I would love Cordelia. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it was ever played on the radio a lot, but I always loved that song. And I n- knew nothing about it. I had no clue, you know? But yeah. I said, shit, man, there's this Google thing. And then I realized, oh, it's a Shakespeare song about, you know, some angst between, I don't know if it's a son or a daughter uh, with his yeah. or her father or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I go, oh, interesting. Uh, but I just loved that song and the story, you know, is it tells that, yeah. you know. But um, this has been good. Cool. Awesome, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. Thanks for having me on. Hey. Appreciate it. We'd like to do a song now, if we could. Um, it sort of explores the realm of uh, catharsis and uh, 
my arse is uh, capable of more flush. And adolescence, in essence, is all about trust. Says I. 